0: Welcome to another episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy, where my brother Clint and I will share letters from our father, Air Force pilot Chuck Cathcart, to our mother Renee in the early 1960s. These letters were written while our father was stationed in Osan, South Korea for 12 months. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 35 of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy. We are your hosts. I'm Kelly Dennis.
1: And I'm Clinton Cathcart.
0: Thank you for joining us as we continue on this journey described by our father through his letters home. The letters in this episode begin on January 7th, 1962, and Clint is going to read letter number 122.
1: So this letter is dated Sunday, 7 January. Hi, honey. I'm all ready to leave for Seoul and have time, so I thought I'd write now. The roads are dry and plenty of daylight left to get most of the way anyway. Once I get through the country and into the city itself, there's no problem. Got two letters from you today and four pictures. They are wonderful, and the one of you and Kelly is especially good. Never get too many. Tried the phone call again today, but still no luck. We'll try again next Sunday. I'm trying... Uh, to time it so it comes fairly late uh your time on Saturday or Sunday evening may try from Seoul tomorrow morning local time couldn't be could be I'll ha- <clears throat> pardon me could be I'll have better luck up there Dink's radio should be here by now should be there by now at least I'm hoping it came through okay maybe I shouldn't have mailed it so early but the wait won't hurt him I'll get the watch band off as soon as I get back. Had dinner with Colonel Price at the club last night. Don't think I told you. He let me know that he realizes Duncan is an idiot, but also that there's no hope for me to get out of the plans office. Seems that Duncan has convinced the general that I'm the white hope, as Price puts it, of the shop. Hope, hell, I'm the only one who will put out a day's work. If Duncan will put... Enough of that on paper when he writes my ER, though. It should cinch my promotion next year, unless the guy that follows him thinks I'm an idiot. Had a note from the captain who came to work for me. Looks like he'll be TDY for at least five months, which means there is less chance for me to change jobs and no chance of help. Life's little problems. After this week passes, I hope to hear from Denny about any contacts he may have been able to make. Will be about a month then, but still may be a little early. And getting anxious. Keep hoping this could mean getting out of here early. But I guess I should be really hoping about just getting the assignment. My dollies sure are pretty. Miss you very much. I love you, C.
0: So he's got some good weather and his, and some daylight for his trip to Seoul. That'll be nice. Yeah. Got to get out of there um, on time.
1: Yep. Yeah. That way he gets to drive in daylight. Um, um I'm not sure what the countryside would have looked like, but yeah. Um I can't imagine that, the roads are very good though. I yeah, no. No, they aren't. <laughs> they weren't. I mean they may have been improved by now. Well,
0: I hope so. <laughs> so he's got more pictures and still no luck with a phone call.
1: Yeah, still plugging away, trying to make that phone call.
0: Yeah. Sounds like he enjoyed his dinner with the Colonel Price though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was, you know, but at least I think he got some kind of um uh closure as far as um worrying about whether he's going to get out of there and and go do something else somewhere else in Korea um or Japan or Okinawa. It's just I mean, he's going to he's going to be there. He's going to finish the job. He is looking at a new boss um and he's hoping that he gets a reasonable uh, efficiency rating out of Duncan. Yeah. Um so
0: Yeah, it's funny that uh the general thinks he's the great white hope. That's the title of this episode too. (laughs) Another quote. (laughs) Um, So we we hear about the his captain's uh, upcoming TDY for the first
1: time. Well, no, he's already TDY. Oh, he's already there. Yeah. And he had mentioned he went South and that we'll leave that. uh, We'll leave that for our listeners. Um, uh, I already know um, the situation. Um, It's just, it's interesting to me that they're going to extend this. So um, he's going to be TDY for like five months. Um, I right. um, don't know like why they time. picked this particular individual. Uh, maybe they felt like it, um, they didn't need that person as badly there or, or where uh, they needed him worse where they sent him. But um, um, that's a pretty, I mean, it's a sizable stint. Uh, five months is not just a couple of days or a week or Hardly, so Certainly,
0: yeah. No, it's a, that's, a, a, that's a tour almost. So, yeah. And he's still hoping to hear from Denny.
1: Yep. So I'm wondering Hoping about how the, that's. Then he's help. got some contacts and can, can he can he can get with to to maybe try to get him stationed in Montana. Yeah. Well. But that of course that would be a guard assignment.
0: Yeah. Do you have anything to add about this episode? I don't have anything. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go read the next letter then. Okay. And this one is Monday, 8 January. Hi, honey. It's been a busy day. I think I got a little too nosy and have to decide on a couple of things before I turn in my report. Got into a couple of areas I wasn't supposed to look at, I guess. Wouldn't worry about it, except the whole thing really isn't important, so I don't know whether to start a fuss or not. Did get a free steak tonight. Lieutenant Colonel Hallis, the DO for the advisory group, invited me to dinner. Didn't particularly want to go, but I couldn't get out of it gracefully. She has a nice wife and kids, and they don't really live too bad at all. Can't really enjoy anyone else's family right now. Left as soon as I could without seeming to run. Lousy martinis, but a very fine filet. Australian beef, they tell me. I missed my chance at, a, at mail today, as if, if there was any, but I, bought, I brought the color picture of you and Kelly with me, and will take it out with me in the morning to show Leo Tantini. I also brought a book which I read until far too late last night, F.G. Slaughter's Epidemic, about an epidemic in New York City in 1965. Must be
1: 1865. Yeah. Uh, yeah Unless it's a futuristic book. I... I think it was a futuristic thing.
0: Oh, that's it? Okay. All right. Because remember,
1: they're in 62.
0: Right, yeah, I, I did remember that. <laughs> I read that 1965. Okay, very good. But then I have enjoyed most of his books. The bed in this room is all right, but I prefer my own with the electric blanket. This BOQ is plenty warm, though, almost too much so in contrast. Well, back to my book, but only for an hour tonight. Like the blanket. It will never replace a warm body. Couldn't get through again this morning, but we will try again next weekend. Sure do miss you. I love you. See. So I wonder um, what he got into on the report that he wasn't supposed to be looking at.
1: Yeah, I mean, will never know. Um, you know, it—it's um, yeah, I mean, it's just almost impossible to speculate. Um, but apparently, there were, you know, there there were in theory some specific areas into which they were supposed to look, and nobody bothered to tell them. So,
0: oh. you know. surprise. <laughs> okay, um, what does the DO stand for, Lieutenant? Director uh-huh. of operations. Oh, okay, all right.
1: He's uh, for the advisory group, the advisory group to the um, Korean Air Force.
0: And they had Dad over for dinner for with for good steaks and lousy martinis, evidently.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy, of course, he's stationed in Seoul, and he um, he uh, has his family there. Yeah. So he's going to spend two years in Korea. Okay. Um, but his kids are going to you know a, a school there on the Air Force base, and. Um, um, and that's why dad gets into, you know, can't really enjoy any, when he, anyone else's family right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be hard. Yeah. And so the Epidemic book, I'm not familiar with it, but uh, it must be a futuristic novel about it. Yeah, but it would be, it'd be one I'd be afraid to read <laughs> right now since we're in the middle of an yeah, epidemic. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt.
1: Um, and he mentions, and I re- I made a list, Um, I think this one's on it. Okay. Okay. But he mentions um, a number of books that he read while he, you know, in some of his letters here and there, sure. that he read while he was there. And I'd like to, I wanted to take a look at some of them just to see, I don't know. It'd be interesting,
0: yeah, just to see what he was reading. I, I, I feel yeah. the same way. Do you have anything else to add for the good of this letter?
1: I don't think so. All right.
0: Well, would you please read the next one, letter 124?
1: Okay. So... This letter is dated Tuesday, 9 January. Hi, honey, got back from Seoul late this afternoon and have spent till now trying to write a report, 2245. Mm. So this is going to be more of a note than anything. Seems I don't have enough night work in my own office. So (laughs) when the IG gets on a kick, I have to work nights for him too. Glad to be back to my electric blanket though. My neighbor got back yesterday and moved moved the TV set back to his room. But didn't move any of the music equipment. Probably waiting for me to help. (laughs) Don't know where he is tonight. He may be in bed. Got two letters today and, of course, some more wonderful pictures. They are all very good and you all look just fine. Looks as though Kelly will be zipping around on her tricycle in no time. She really looks like she enjoys the hobby horse, too. Mm -hmm. Glad to hear you got Dink's radio all right. For some reason, I was a little worried about it. Glad you checked it and think it's okay. Really, it was a little hard to judge the quality here due to the lack of stations, though I could get Seoul AFB Air Force Base easily. Showed Leo Tatini the picture I had with me of you and Kelly. He said, you didn't look a bit different than you did in Germany. We'll get the watch band off to you right away. Don't worry about the money or uniforms. I'll be here for a few days and we'll get what I need going to cut this short, honey. We'll write more uh, tomorrow night. I'm A-O again, if you can understand that. I can't, but I am. <laughs> Miss you terribly. I love you C.
0: Okay, so he sounds like he's really trying to play catch-up after his trip to Seoul. Yeah. And he's losing his entertainment because his neighbor's finally back, but he hasn't lost the, the music yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he was pretty fortunate he got a lot of chance to tape that stuff. Of course, what are, I don't know if he mentions it in future letters, but he does wind up getting that Sony, and he also bought just a tape deck, which basically is just like a tape machine, bare bones, no case or anything, just on stands, um, on, on on like little feet. Mm-hmm. And um, he can, then continues to borrow music and tape it because he came home with a, a rather extensive library of music.
0: Yeah, he did, and we still have a lot of that music.
1: We've got all of it basically, yeah. and it still is good to this day. Yeah. It's kind of amazing, but it, it, it you can listen to it. It sounds reasonably uh, good.
0: That is pretty amazing. And then yep. got, got some more pictures. And uh, boy, I remember that hobby horse yep. very well. I was very attached oh, you, to that okay. thing. Yeah, mom yep. used to tell me uh, she would uh, hear me hear me riding it, and then it would slow down, slow down, and then all of a sudden you, she'd hear a bump and me crying because I yep,
1: put myself Because you'd fall asleep. You on asleep it. On yeah. It. <laughs> Yes,
0: but yeah, no, I couldn't stay off of that thing. I absolutely loved it. Yep. And you yep. got your radio.
1: I did get it, and it was great. I mean, it was terrific, and I mean, it was—I mean, it was really spectacular because no kids had anything like that.
0: <laughs> oh wow! So yeah. you were really yeah. something. Okay. Oh yeah. That's cool. And he's uh, having fun showing off his picture again to Leo Tattini. Yeah.
1: And- that was interesting because Tattini, I think, was the. Um, I think I'm pretty sure he was the squadron commander there when they were in Germany. Um, probably would have been probably at Kaiserslautern. Um, okay. and he, um, that would have been like, Oh shoot. Uh, five to six years earlier. Um, okay. then this, than, than this at the time of the writing, um, and so that was nice of him to say that mom still looked the same. Yeah, so.
0: wow. And so he's AO again. Is is that usually on a particular rotation and that's why he's not sure why he's got it again?
1: It would be on a rotation and it would generally be I'm, you know, staff officers and I don't know how big the staff was or anything. Right. But it sounds like, yeah, it came around kind of quickly.
0: Okay. Okay, this next letter is dated Wednesday, 10 January. Hi, honey. Had a letter again today, the one with the card from the Vanda vendors. I got a kick out of his remark about their baby and the mustache. It sounds like he has a pretty good deal for flying, but again, the wrong part of the country. Mail Dink's watch band this afternoon. It has paper clips stuck in the ends to keep it from coming apart when attached. The pins for holding it go through the holes. It really isn't anything too fancy. Miss Pack obviously brought him a present too and you I found a pair of men's Korean runner shoes for Dink and four sets of plastic chopsticks one small sizes but obviously for Kelly To answer your first question no I haven't gotten her anything yet other than a couple of cartons of cigarettes and a bottle of hand cream or lotion we We're waiting on a knitting machine she wants to be sent but from Japan by my neighbor's wife will cost the three cost three of us about $10 apiece. Decided to go in on this as it is something she wants and can use to make some money with, knitting and selling sweaters. She is tickled to death over the prospect. We wanted it for Christmas, but they haven't been available. Seems there's a waiting list. It is even more value, It is even of more value to her than the actual price to us, of course, as she has no um, outlay and can use it for income. She already has one, though smaller than the one we are getting. I think I'll send the dar- darn shoes by boat mail, though. <laughs> Afraid they are pretty heavy for the package. Can't refuse them, of course. Oh, yes, I did buy her a shopping bag full of leftover Christmas candy that the BX had on sale. Don't think I told you. It only cost me about $1.20, but it was actually about $6 worth of candy at the pre-c- pre-Christmas prices. <laughs> I think she has already sent most of it to her kids. And what she hasn't eaten herself, I mean. Hope Smitty made it this time. I'll mention the church thing to Dad next time I write, though I really don't care about it. Mom would be hurt if I said to forget it, though. Surprised to hear you needed fillings, but glad you got it taken care of. I'm looking forward to the picture of the Bickles. Where are they? I don't don't think I told you about the letter from Denny. really excited me to see it yesterday, but the darn fool didn't say anything about what I asked him. <laughs> Their lawsuit will probably be settled in early spring and they are heading south soon and expected to look you up. All my pictures, except five, are at the office and in front of me, and my desk pad is full. We'll have another put in a frame tomorrow to start filling to hang on the wall. I won't run out of room, so keep them coming. Just about finished up with my work for the IG tonight. Am AO again, also. I have an understanding with General Clark, though, that I stay in my room unless called. I guess... We'll get away with it unless or until something happens. I'm going to try to call again Monday a.m., which will be about 2100 to 2200 your time this Sunday night. Can't tell, of course, but sure want to talk to you. Nothing special, just lonesome, I guess. This idiot place will get to you if you let it. Don't worry, I won't. I am promising myself that I'm going to ride with things rather than let them get to me. I'll admit at times it's pretty difficult, but I'm learning to sit and remain completely passive and relaxed, even when I know people are talking, even when I know people are talking when they don't know what they're talking about. You probably wouldn't believe it if you saw it, but it's a fact. Sure miss you. I meant the capital M in Miss. I love you. C. So he's got a card from the Van De Vendors. Do you remember who they are?
1: Kind of a little bit. Um. You know, I mean, I I don't remember them really well. Okay. Uh, just, I mean, they had so many, you know, those p- pilots kept crossing paths, you know, over and over and over again, you know. And, oh, sure. And um, so they, they knew a lot of people. Okay.
0: And your watch band is on the way, way hey. plus uh, presents from Miss Pack.
1: Yeah. I remember the shoes. At first I thought, wait a minute. I remember them. they were, like, kind of rubberish um they're they're almost like uh, the back of the day when men used to buy those little rubber covers for their dress shoes when they had to walk on the rain. Um, I don't know if you've ever even seen yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I've I don't seen know those. If sure, they ever even do that anymore. That's kind of what they were like. I remember they were kind of white and and they were a cream color. They were interesting. They were fun. Um, I, I mean, I, I didn't run in them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure you didn't. I, I tried to try to picture Korean running shoes, and I didn't have much luck.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I say, if if if, if the listeners can can hearken uh, back or look up Google these, they were just kind of like rubber covers that expanded, stretched, and they would fit over like dress shoes, right? Yeah. So that your shoes wouldn't get wet, sure. You know, um, but these you wore just on your feet.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wow. (laughs) And so um, he's expecting Smitty to come by again. Sounds Yeah, it looks like. And do you know what the church thing was that he was talking about with his parents? Were they trying to send him some literature or something?
1: No, I think they were encouraging him to go like the chapel there, you know, or the services there. Uh uh, Because he had been confirmed in the Lutheran Church. Sure. You know. He has not yet been. He's going to, um, and I don't know that they—they're not—they're not—we're not, not, not going to mention this in the letter, so we're not spoiling anything for the listeners. But right. when we got to when he got to his next assignment, um, he finally uh, thought, okay, look, well, the family we should all go to church together, which we always did. Right. But he went through an adult confirmation class and became confirmed in the Episcopal Church. So that we all were confirmed in the Episcopal Church together, sure. he, in other words, he he acquiesced to mom rather than have her acquiesce to him, uh-huh. so that we would all it would we would all be of the same following, if you will. Sure.
0: Okay. So and then he got, he's so disappointed with this letter from Denny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: He got news from Montana, but nothing about what he asked about. So I did not know what the deal was with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, he's trying to get Denny to find somebody that he could talk to, a that was politically involved that could yeah. help him, you know, a state representative or, a, you know, I, the, you know, who knows, I mean, a, a federal, you know, a, a U.S. representative or Senator or anybody that, that, that could, you know, pull some strings and help dad get where he wanted to go.
0: Yeah. Well, and he didn't get that.
1: I don't think so.
0: Uh, he's got a desk full of pictures and starting on the walls. It sounds like. Yep. yep. <laughs> Doesn't want mom to stop sending him though, because he doesn't want her to think she's he's going to run out of room, right? And he's still trying to get that call through, but he's uh, pretty candid about what it means to him to do that. He's you know why he wants to talk to her.
1: That's pretty nice.
0: Okay, do you have anything um, to add about this letter or the episode?
1: Oh, just a couple of thoughts. I know he mentioned because, and I don't know. I guess it maybe was because of that physical. He struggled with his blood pressure, but he can he can be a O and he can sit in his room, right? Uh, um, unless they need to call him out. And I can remember times when when I was duty officer, and you know, no, it had to be on site. There was no, oh sure, there was no no. Um, and also, he talked about looking forward to pictures of Bickles. I remember the Bickles. Oh right. Uh, colonel Bickle was one of those fortunate few that in the Second World War, um, he got a very, at a very young age, he got promoted to full colonel. And then generally speaking, all those guys lost all that rank after the war was over. But he was one oh. of the fortunate few who did not and wow. remained a full colonel for all of his, most of his 20s, his 30s, and into his 40s. Oh. Um, and... Um, Uh, Enjoyed the increased pay and what have you, but uh, they were pretty good friends, and I remember them pretty well. And we used to visit them. And uh, their son Skip uh, was married to Lonnie Anderson of, um, of, of, yeah, WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh my gosh! Um, So that was kind of an interesting little memory walk for me.
0: Seven degrees of separation, there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I don't. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Is that uh, is that going to do it for uh, for you for the episode? And
1: I think so. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for listening today. Be sure to stay with us as Chuck has some share some big surprises in the coming months. Please join us when we get some surprising news about Colonel Price in the next episode. If you have comments or feedback you'd like to share with us, please reach out to us on Instagram at lonelyflyboy or email us at lettersfromalonelyflyboy at gmail.com. We would sure love to hear from you and we'd be happy to share your comments on the air. That's it for this episode. I'm Kelly Dennis.
1: And I'm Clinton Cathcart.
0: See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. We would love your feedback. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can reach us on Instagram at Lonely Flyboy. Can't wait to see you on the next episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy.